Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, and we welcome back to the show our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no interest, no interest, or no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Hello, John. How are you? Hey, Bob. How's Nashville? Uh, I did until midnight last night, so I didn't really get a chance to... Uh, you recall a year ago, we had, uh, through Dennis Laliberti and the gang of New West Travel, we had 75 people make it down uh, from Edmonton into Nashville, and we had a 5-7 to seven event the night before the game, uh, uh, which turned into a 5-12 to I don't know 12 event. So we had a great time, but uh, last night a little bit caught the flu from, uh, as you know, it's the father's trip, and uh, I do think that could be potentially a factor here on the road for the guys. Uh, I know the Preds have been mentioning lots of teams have been doing it uh, this year in Nashville, having their dad's trips the last couple of years. Uh, you know, so, but, you know, bottom line, we're off the plane on this one, so we flew to Seattle, and then we flew and got in probably to the hotel room about 1.15 in the morning. So I haven't really had a chance to experience Nashville yet. It is unquestionably, John, one of the most popular destination points in the U.S. these days. Oh, without a doubt. South Broadway is uh, something to remember. You have to have a proper state of mind and the proper attitude to enjoy it. But the people there are just spectacular. Oh, no, it's it's Midwest value, right? It's like Chicago that way. You go to Chicago, Chicago's got big city money in Midwest value, and I would argue right now that Nashville is very close to supplanting Vegas as the place to go. And I think there's, I think some people might see, you know, at times Vegas to be a bit of a an issue, if you know what I mean. Now, there's an element in Vegas that maybe they don't like. Uh, I can live with it, but others can't. And and so Nashville's becoming quite popular. All right, news of the day, Stuart Skinner deal. What do you think? Well, I think it's a great deal. I mean, I think it uh, it gives respect to what uh, Skinner has done in his short term in Edmonton. It's the right length. It allows some flexibility on other d- contracts when they become uh, available to do it next summer. So, and when you think now that the Oilers are about uh, just a little less than eight million dollars for two goalies, that's pretty good. That's middle of the range in the NHL.
Bob? Did we lose Bob, John? It sounds like we might yeah, have lost Yeah, we did. Huh. Wow. Is that you and me now, Brendan? God, okay, well, you and I here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, wait, I, I, I just think this, I think the Skinner deal is, uh, is a win-win. The organization gets some goaltending security for three years. And as you know, three years is a long time in the NHL. And Skinner gets uh, a pretty good raise. Uh, and fits into uh, where he has progressed as a uh, as an NHL goaltender. Now he was asked earlier today about whether there was any thought into maybe sitting on on some of these results and waiting it out and seeing if he can't even bolster more of the money. And he said, "You know what? I, I really heeded the advice of my agent here. I think he said his agent is JP. That to me means JP Barry, but I could JP be Barry. totally. Yeah. It is yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So the, I, you know what? It just seemed like every party involved in this kind of sees." the bigger picture involved in in the shorter term in in this three-year span well and and i know people don't like to hear this in canadian markets but it's it's such a relief and, and a pleasant surprise to see players want to play in canada and you know he's a local guy he's always loved the oilers this is a perfect situation for him in order to try to figure out what he's going to do. Hey, he's still a young guy, right? Three years from now, cha-ching, if he continues on the same uh, trajectory. Well, for sure. And I think that the tandem that this forms kind of in the bigger picture as well, that almost takes some relief off. And certainly when I see the numbers, and you mentioned this is now basically middle of the pack as far as, uh, hey, Bob, we do have you here. Yeah, I'll bring your mic up. Okay. Uh, Sorry, guys. No, hey, welcome back. <laughs> welcome to Oilers Keep going. Now Keep going before you're going, and then I'll follow up after. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I can't even recall where I was going with that. I guess just to say that, you know, to have sort of that price point for goaltending where it's at, I wonder how much of a relief that is for um, for Campbell in, in a sense as well. I, I you know that's a, uh, I think the fact that first of all Jack Campbell hasn't had a teammate he disliked, and obviously in, in watching the two work together with Dustin, they have a, a really good trio, and I think that's a positive. This is just this puts to bed another issue for this hockey club in the near future. And I think when you can settle the rumblings down at any point, I think that's a positive for a hockey club. All right, John. Uh, thanks, Brendan. Great job pinch hitting. It was about time John got a good question sent his way. So I'm going to – we do have Ken Holland coming up a little bit later on. We all know the situation. The Oilers are in win-now mode. Um, we saw a bit of the exasperation and frustration after the loss against Anaheim from Leon Dreisettle and, and Connor McDavid. Um, and, of course, that gets all of the, the all, you know, you're upset in the moment. Those guys have high expectations and high demands on themselves. Now, John, I'm of the belief that an organization, a team needs to be relentless in terms of trying to improve their teams at all times. So they've taken care of business and goaltending. That's the least of my concerns. Campbell's going to get better, and I know the work rate that Skinner puts in. I'm fairly confident where he's going to go. But saying that, there is some shortcomings in this lineup. And with Broberg out, you know, I think the plan was for Broberg to get some games. Well, he's now out two to three weeks. Niemalainen's up. Neither of those guys has proven it yet at the NHL level. Can the Oilers afford to wait? 
or do they need to get somebody here that can defend or is it all a moot point if Darnell Nurse and Evan Bouchard don't improve and start limiting the amount of defensive zone turnovers that they've been a part of here, especially in the last three home games? Yeah, I mean, you you have to think, and I have not spoken to Kenny in a couple of days, you have to think that Nurse is just going through a, a tough spell. You have to hope because of the amount of money and time they've invested in Evan Bouchard, that there will be some growth. So, you know, that bed's been made, Bob. Those two guys have to deliver better. That's that's the bottom line. And here's the thing. They both know it. They both understand that. The coaching staff has told them. So from that perspective, uh, I, I mean, those two guys are, your, are, are two of your six defensemen. Cody Cece, who is, you know... Arguably been the most consistent guy all season long, but has made a couple of mistakes of late as well, is in that mix. I think Brett Kulak is actually there was a after a slow start. I think Kulak uh, has has been better. Although I mean, against St. Louis and against Anaheim, there was enough mistakes for all six defensemen to, yeah. to be part of that. Um, and then Tyson Berry, who is Tyson Berry, anyway. You and I have talked about this before. I do think they need a veteran defenseman somehow, some way to improve their blue line. But, but you know, get in line. 26 other teams are saying that too. There's probably yeah. five that aren't. So what used to happen, John, what used to happen is, you know, Duncan Keith spent a lot of time counseling Evan Bouchard. And this is, there's a lot going on here. Basically, if you're listening to the show right now, you're probably emotionally invested in the Emmettalers or you care about the team or you really like John Shannon. It's one of those reasons why you listen right well, now. But uh, the reality that is... Last one, that last one's no, no good, so... Okay. The, the reality of the situation is Evan Bouchard is playing for a contract and the Edmonton Oilers have redundancy. They basically have two right shot power play quarterbacks. Evan Bouchard has three power play points. Tyson Berry, who has spent the majority of the time, has 17. Okay. He has 10 secondary assists on the power play. And I, I have a belief at times that you can breed offensive confidence in players and it's funny, a coach will say, well, if you play better in your own zone and do a better job and play with greater urgency, Evan, it's going to parlay itself into more offensive opportunity. And that is 100% true. Another argument might be, you know what, if you're picking up some bonus points on the power play, you start, you'll start, you play with a little bit more confidence 5v5. And I do think that is true. But I do think they've got some redundancy between Bouchard and Barry. And one guy, you know, Barry's had a good season. Relative. I mean, he's in the top 10 in defense scoring in the league. He's the second highest scoring defenseman on the power play, John. And I just wonder whether or not, at the end of the day, for the makeup of their defense, if... There only needs to be one of them carrying forward, or can you, you know? And I'm not saying it's going to be a deal that even gets made during the course of the season, because I, I, we all know they need to address the left side of the defense. But that said, it's, yeah. you know, should we be surprised that maybe this has happened a bit with Bouchard in a potential contact year as he's a pending RFA? I don't know if surprised is the word. I mean, I, I think there's a, I think disappointed more than surprised because what came 
and we all bought into it, Bob. What came out of of the playoff run last year was the real belief that some of the young guys would really benefit from the playoff experience. That Bouchard would benefit, that McLeod would benefit, that Yamamoto would benefit, even Yessa would benefit. And, you know, has that happened enough? Has, has the, the growth of those four young guys that, that, you know, a year ago were the future of the, uh, of the Edmonton Oilers in so many ways beyond Connor and Leon, has that happened? And, and for, you know, one reason or another, another, whether it's, you know, playing experience or injury, that really hasn't happened yet. And then the question becomes, are we being too impatient with it? Does it still take time? Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, the cap is an issue for a lot of teams. John, as you know, there's 16 or 17 teams currently in LTIR. But that does not preclude you from making uh, moves for players at 1.25 million or less, which is why, as you know, I've consistently mentioned the Oilers penalty killing isn't great. I've mentioned Sam. What now? In fairness to the Oilers PK, at one point they were down four penalty killers. Evander Kane yep. killed penalties. Ryan McLeod killed penalties. Fogel was starting to kill. Let's start with Evander Kane and Yamamoto. They got hurt in the same game. They both killed yep. penalties. And then McLeod and Fogel got hurt in the same game. They both killed penalties. Well, they've got Yamamoto back. Uh, they've got Fogel back. Uh, you know, they're going to get McLeod back, I would say, maybe by the, the end of the month against either Seattle or, or, or Winnipeg after the Christmas break. And Kane, by the way, I will mention to people, Kane is on the road trip. He skated today. He joined his teammates. So did McLeod late in the practice today. Or uh, McLeod, I didn't see McLeod actually go on the ice before I headed back to interview Ken Holland. But Kane did go on the ice today. He's still like a month and a half, maybe middle of February for Evander Kane. They're missing those guys. But... 1.25 million price point, John. That's why I keep mentioning Sam Lafferty. And I'm wondering, yeah. is there def- everyone's looking at three or four million dollar defenseman. Is there somewhere a left shot D making, you know, 1.25 or under that's a hidden gem on another team? You got to find that guy if you're the Oilers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's, and, and that's a big part of Kenny's job of being on the phone every day. And yeah. that's, that's a reality of being a manager, in, in, you know, in, in the NHL right now. I mean, the key thing you said there is that there are 16 teams going through this. You know, the issues that uh, that plague Edmonton uh, aren't uh, pale in comparison to what play, uh, what, pale, what is in Vancouver right now. You know, the LA Kings are going through a bit of this uh, horrendous road trip, even though they did win the other night. You know, so, I mean, look what the Flames are going through. Uh, it, it's, you know, it, this is one of those things where you, I know the Oilers fans are concerned about the Oilers, but shopping lists are shopping lists for general managers. The one phone call being made about the same people, and then it's leverage for the manager that has the asset, and thing is just too high. We're joined right now by John Shannon. John, what did you think of the theater that was the World Cup final yesterday? Oh, the 120 minutes was spectacular. You know, uh, it's funny. I, uh, I I darted out and listened to BBC Radio for 
gosh, three minutes of the of the second half, and at two nothing Argentina, they were anointing the Argentine team for winning the World Cup. And something happened in that game that we rarely see as it turned on a dime. Changed amazing in 90 seconds. Um, it was, it was for the time the action occurred, the greatest soccer game many of us will have ever seen in our lives. And they it did it on the largest stage, which is not necessarily always the case. That's what made it so amazing. So I, I asked the question to our listeners before the show, was that amongst the greatest, you know, championship winner-take-all games you've ever seen? And, if, you know, we, we have some people that don't like soccer, and they got, I don't think you could have asked for much better theater than that. that like, I mean, the 2010 Olympic game, if you're Canadian, you know, Canada, don't forget Canada was up in that game and the Americans found a way to tie it in the final minute before Crosby won it. That was a pretty special moment, but that's about as good. I mean, two of the world's biggest stars going toe to toe and one guy, and maybe there's a parallel for Connor McDavid a bit with Lionel Messi. I don't know. Because uh, Connor hasn't had the chance to represent Canada yet in anything. But you know what it meant to him living in the shadow a little bit of Maradona, even though he's had a way more sustained career than Maradona. It was much shorter, but guys lived differently back then, too. And then Mbappe, who clearly is going to be <laughs> the next one. It was awesome, John. There's no other way to what, say what, it. What, just to think and know that this was Messi's last chance to win the World Cup. Because, you know, he probably won't play at 39. Um, and that, that to me, that's the storybook stuff, you know. And it was the defending champion that they played. Uh, and it was, you know, Argentina. It was South America versus Europe. It wasn't two European teams. I mean, and just to see the pictures of the last 24 hours, Bob gives you an indication of what this means to a nation. Uh, and I, I, I dare I say, um, I think there are more soccer fans in non-traditional markets today than there were yesterday if they took a chance and watched the whole game. We had a wild weekend. Like, you, you take a look at the, the Vikings coming back in that game against India on Saturday. How about the way the uh, Patriots lost yesterday? Like, Mac Jones from Alabama, do they not? Like, quarter, I'm going to assume he's never played defense in his life playing football because that was the most well, pathetic he, tackling he, attempt. He, 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 well, except I, I'm not blaming Mac Jones for anything. Um, I'm blaming Matt Patricia for a lot. <laughs> the offensive yeah. coordinator for, for, uh, for the Patriots. Um, but I'll tell you what. The fascination is that as great as the World Cup final was, the NFL continues to become the number one entertainment in North America. Because it's just, it's continual. Right, the Minnesota in the 33-point lead by Indy, just in the history of the NFL. The Bills game against Miami Saturday night, electric. And then three, I heard somebody... It says walk-off touchdowns, which, I mean, come on now. We're, now we're mixed metaphors between baseball and football. But three situations in games, Kansas City, Jacksonville, and then the Patriots game. Unbelievable.
unbelievable. The NFL continues to be the greatest source of entertainment in North America right now. And it's got the other, it must have the other leagues just shaking their heads because the NFL can do no wrong. Even when they make wrong plays, they can do no wrong. So, thanks for your time. Stay out of the bar. <laughs> I haven't been in it yet. That's the worst part about this trip so far. <laughs> well, listen, you're in the you're in the you're, you're in the you're in the Tootsie's Hall of Fame, Bob. Come on now. Yeah, uh, for for we are not flying out after the game tonight. That's all I'm going to tell you. So well, we'll see. Hopefully, the team wins. <laughs> The team's yeah. flying. We're not. 12.54 in Edmonton. Thanks, John. Brian from Millwood says, I think it's a steal on Stuart Skinner. I'm glad they did it now instead of waiting. I, th- I was thinking that Skinner would be around 3 to $3.5 million. Glad he'll be around here for a while. As for Campbell, he'll find a way, uh, his way with us. Uh, he just needs one good game to start him up and some solid defense in front of him. Have a great day. Again, Texas at 780-496-0063. Hammer in Sturgeon County says, good afternoon, Bob. Question for you. Why do players who are injured like Evander Kane still travel on road trips with their teams? It's sort of dependent upon the player, the situation. Now, this is a dad's trip, so it's a little bit different. But Kane is on the trip, and he's skating, and he wanted to hit the ice of the player stay at the tail end of the practice on a morning skate day. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Kamek says, Bob, uh, can we please go for Lafferty already? I'm with you. 1.125 million cap hit. A fast, aggressive, hard uh, right wing slash center that kills penalties. Right now, he's actually on their top line playing of Taze and Kane. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Oh, Brendan, we're going to do NHL today. And have I got a doozy of a trivia question for you today coming up for St. Albert Source for Sports? This is Oilers Now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And you see things on Twitter and you ask yourself, who the hell is that guy? Who is Salt Bay? Do you know who Salt Bay is? <laughs> you've never killing, heard of Salt Bay. You're killing me. I, it's, it's one of those internet things. I don't know. Like a, a living meme, I believe it's what they're called. So this guy is like some cook or chef or something? It's crazy, I, I, I this thing that happened. <laughs> All right. Oh, I forgot to tell you. You know what? Can we do the trivia? Yeah, we can do the trivia. I'll throw it to break with trivia. First, though, at 12.57 in Edmonton, let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Elite Promotional Marketing, Edmonton owned and operated. 
Your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Okay, Brendan, uh, what do you got? Eight games in all across the league tonight. Uh, Montreal is visiting Arizona and Vancouver, hosting St. Louis. Uh, in addition to Stuart Skinner, Oilers did sign Jason Demers, if you missed that, over the weekend. One-year, two-way deal worth the league minimum, 750000 Toronto acquired Dryden Hunt from Colorado in exchange for Dennis Malgin. Hunt, of course, a WHL veteran. Cam Atkinson of the Flyers undergoing neck surgery. He is going to miss the rest of the season. You mentioned that weird Bakersfield game. I, I couldn't figure out online what had happened there. So uh, Saturday, they did lose in Ontario 2 nothing. Now they'll visit Colorado tomorrow night. And the Oil Kings doubled up 8-4 by Swift Current on Friday at Rogers Place. And then they fell 5 nothing at the Saddle Dome yesterday to Calgary. So 10 straight losses for the rebuilding group. They play Red Deer on the road tomorrow. And Josh Philman of the Swift Current Broncos had six goals through two periods in that game on uh, Friday night. I was at that game. He probably played. I, I don't think he realized what the record was when he scored a six late in the second. And then they ran him hard in the third. He probably played 10 or 11 minutes, got stopped on a breakaway of two and a half minutes left. The WHL record is seven. And that is where we are going to go next. For Oilers Game Day Trivia, brought to you by St. Albert Source for Sports, your hockey headquarters for over 35 years. Can you name the brother of an NHL executive who has a seven-goal game in the Western Hockey League? Can you name the name of a brother of a current NHL executive who has a seven-goal game in the WHL. That ties the record. And Ray Ferraro had seven. Kimby Daniels had seven in a game. There's another guy that did it. When we come back, uh, we will hear from Edmonton Oilers GM after Global News weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson.